complete works of swami vivekananda 39th session om shri gurubhyo namaha hari hi om shri ganeshaya namaha dr krishnamurti shastri dambe punacha bantwada taluk dakshina kannada jille karnataka india bharat spiritual realization the aim of bhakti yoga this is a 39th session in complete works of swami vivekananda to the bhakta these dry details are necessary only to strengthen his will beyond that they are of no use to him for he is treading on a path which is fitted very soon to lead him beyond the hazy and turbulent regions of reason to lead him to the realm of realization he soon through the mercy of the lord reaches a plane where pedantic and powerless reason is left far behind and the mere intellectual groping through the dark gives place to the daylight of direct perception he no more reasons and believes he almost perceives he no more argues he senses and is not wanting and is not wanting who have maintained not this seeing god and is not this seeing god and feeling god and enjoying god higher than everything else nay bhaktas have not been wanting who have maintained that it is higher than even moksha liberation and is it not also the highest utility there are people and a good many of them too in the world who are convinced that only that is of use and utility which brings to man creature comforts even religion god eternity soul none of these is of any use to them as they do not bring them money or physical comfort to such all those things which do not go to gratify the senses and appease the appetites are of no utility in every mind utility however is conditioned by its own peculiar wants to men therefore who never rise higher than eating drinking begetting progeny and dying the only gain is in sense enjoyments and they must wait and go through many more births and re- reincarnations to learn to feel even the faintest necessity for anything higher but those to whom the eternal interests of the soul are of much higher value than the fleeting interests of this mundane life to whom the gratification of the senses is but like the thoughtless play of the baby to them god and the love of god form the highest and only utility of human existence thank god there are some such still living in this world of too much worldliness bhakti yoga as we have said is divided into the gauni or the preparatory and the para or the supreme forms we shall find as we go on how in the preparatory stage we unavoidably stand in need of many concrete helps to enable us to get on and indeed the mythological and symbolical parts of all religions are natural growths 
which early environ the aspiring soul and help it godward it is also a significant fact that spiritual giants have been produced only in those systems of religion where there is an exuberant growth of rich mythology and ritualism the dry fanatical forms of religion which att- attempt to eradicate all that is poetical all that is beautiful and sublime all that gives a firm grasp to the infant mind tottering in its godward way the forms which attempt to break down the very ride poles of the spiritual roof and in their ignorant and superstitious conceptions of truth try to drive away all that is life giving all that furnishes the formative material to the spiritual plant growing in the human soul such forms of religion to soon find that all that is felt left to them is but an empty shell a contentless frame of words and sophistry with perhaps a little flavor of a kind of social scavengering or the so called spirit of reform the vast mass of those who whose religion is like this are conscious or unconscious materialists the end and aim of their lives here and hereafter being enjoyment which indeed is to them the alpha and the omega of human life and which is their ishtapurta ishtapurta work like street cleaning and scavengering intended for the material comfort of man is according to them the be all and end all of human existence and the sooner the followers of this curious mixture of ignorance and fanaticism come out in their true colors and join as they will deserve as they well deserve to do the ranks of atheists and materialists the better will it be for the world one ounce of the practice of righteousness and of spiritual self realization outweighs tons and tons of frothy talk and nonsensical sentiments shows one but one gigantic spiritual genius growing out of all this dry dust of ignorance and fanaticism and if you cannot close your mouths open the windows of your hearts to the clear light of truth and sit like children at the feet of those who know what they are talking about the sages of india let us then listen attentively to what they say the next chapter is the need of guru every soul is destined or destined to be perfect and every being in the end will attain the state of perfection whatever we are now is the result of our acts and thoughts in the past and whatever we shall be in the future will be the result of what we think and do now think and do now but this the shaping of our own destinies uh, does not preclude our receiving help from outside nay in the vast majority of cases such help is absolutely necessary when it comes the higher powers and possibilities of the soul are quickened spiritual life is awakened growth is animated and man becomes holy and perfect in the end this quickening impulse cannot be derived from books the soul can only receive impulses from another soul and from nothing else we may study books all over all our lives we may 
become very intellectual but in the end we find that we have not developed at all spiritually it's not true that a high order of intellectual development always goes hand in hand with a proportionate development of the spiritual side in man in studying books we are sometimes deluded into thinking that thereby we are being spiritually helped but if we analyze the effect of the study of books on ourselves we shall find that at the utmost it is only our intellect that derives profit from such studies and not our inner spirit this inadequacy of books to quicken spiritual growth is the reason why although almost every one of us can speak most wonderfully on spiritual matters when it comes to action and the living of a truly spiritual life we find ourselves so awfully deficient to quicken the spirit the impulse must come from another soul the person from whom soul such from whose soul such impulse comes is called the guru and the teacher and the person to whose soul the impulse is conveyed is called the shishya the student the convey uh, to convey such an impulse to a, any soul in the first place the soul from which it proceeds must possess the power of possess the power of transmitting it as it were to another and in the second place the soul to which it is transmitted must be fit to receive it the seed must be a living seed and uh, the field must be ready ploughed and when both these conditions are fulfilled a wonderful growth of genuine religion takes place the true pe- preacher of religion has to be of wonderful capabilities and clever shall his hearer be ascharyo vakta kushalosya labdha and when both of these are really wonderful and extraordinary then will a splendid spiritual awakening result and not otherwise such alone are the real teachers and such alone are also the real students the real aspirants all others are only playing with spirituality they have just a little curiosity awakened just a little intellectual uh, aspiration kindled in them but are merely standing on the outward fringe of the horizon of religion there is no doubt some value even in that as it may in course of time result in the awakening of a real thirst for religion and it is a mysterious law of nature that as soon as the field is ready the seed must and does come as soon as the soul earnestly desires to have religion the transmitter of the religious force must and Uh, does appear to help that soul when the power that attracts the light of religion in the receiving soul is full and strong the power which answers to that attraction and sends in light does come as a matter of course there are however certain great dangers in the way there is of course uh, for instance the danger to the receiving soul of its mistaking momentary emotions for real religious yearning we may study that in ourselves many a time in our lives somebody dies whom we loved we receive a blow we feel that the world is slipping between our fingers that we want something surer and higher and that we must become religious 
in a few days that wave of feeling has passed away and we are left stranded just where we were before we are all of us often mistaking such impulses for real thirst after religion but as long as these momentary emotions are thus mistaken that continuous real craving of the soul for religion will not come and we shall not find the true transmitter of spirituality into our nature so whenever we are tempted to complain of our search after the truth that we desire so much proving vain instead of so complaining our first duty ought to be to look into our own souls and find whether the craving in the heart is real then in the vast majority of cases it would be discovered that we were not fit for receiving the truth that there was no real thirst for spirituality there are still greater dangers in re, uh, regard to the transmitter the guru there are many who though immersed in ignorance yet in the pride of their hearts fancy they know everything and not only do not stop there but offer to take others on their shoulders and thus the blind leading the blind both fall into the ditch avidyayamantare vartamana svayam dhira panditam manyamana ंग million dollars just as these beggars are ridiculous so are these teachers next chapter we see is qualifications of the aspirant and the teacher how are we to know a teacher then the sun requires no torch to make him visible we need not light a candle in order to see him when the sun rises we instinctively become aware of the fact and when a teacher of men comes to help us the soul will instinctively know that truth has already begun to shine upon it truth stands on its own evidence it does not require any other testimony to prove it true it is self evident it penetrates into the innermost corners of our nature and it is in its presence the whole universe stands up and says this is truth the teachers whose wisdom and truth shine like the light of the sun are very greatest world uh, greatest the world has known and they are worshiped as god by the major portion of the mankind but we may get help from comparatively lesser ones also only we ourselves do not possess intuition enough to judge properly of the man from whom we receive teaching and guidance so there ought to be certain tests certain conditions for the teacher to satisfy as there are so uh, there are also for the taught the conditions necessary for the taught are purity a real thirst of knowledge and perseverance no impure soul can really religious can be really religious as to the thirst of knowledge it is an old law that we all get whatever we want 
none of us can get anything other than what we fix our hearts upon the pant for religion truly is a very difficult thing not at all so easy as we generally imagine hearing religious talks or reading religious books is no proof yet of a real want felt in the heart there must be a continuous struggle a constant fight and unremitting grappling with uh, with our low, lower nature till the higher want is actually felt and the victory is achieved it is not a question of one or two days or uh, of years or of lives the struggle may have to go on for hundreds of lifetimes the success sometimes may come immediately but we must be ready to wait patiently even for what may look like an infinite length of time the student who sets out the such, uh, with the such a spirit of perseverance will surely find success and realization at last in regard to the teacher we must see that he knows the spirit of scriptures the whole world reads bibles vedas and qurans but they are all only words syntax etymology philology and dry bones of religion the teacher who deals too much in words and allows the mind to be carried away by the force of world uh, words loses the spirit it is the knowledge of the spirit of the scriptures whose uh, um, the it is the knowledge of the spirit of the scriptures alone that constitutes the true religious teacher the network of the words of uh, the scriptures is like a huge forest in which the human mind often loses itself and finds no way out shabdajalam maharanyam jitta bhramana karanam the network of words is a big forest it is the cause of a curious wandering of the mind the various methods of joining words the various methods of speaking the be- in beautiful language and various methods of explaining the diction of the scriptures are only for the disputation disputations and enjoyment of the learned they do not conduce to the development of spiritual perception vagvaikhari shabdajhari shastra vyakhyana kaushalam vaidushyam vidusham tadvat muktaye natu muktaye those who employ such methods to impart religion to others are only re- desires to show off their learning so that the world may praise them as great scholars you will find that no one of the great teachers of the world ever went into these various explanations of the text there is with them uh, no attempt at uh, text torturing no eternal playing not with the uh, no eternal playing upon the meaning of words and their roots yet they nobly taught while others who have nothing to teach have taken up a word sometimes and written a three volume book on this on its origin on the man who used it first and on what that man was accustomed to eat and how long he slept and so on bhagwan ramakrishna used to tell a story of some men who went into a mango orchard and uh, busied 
themselves in counting the leaves that twigs the branches examining their color comparing their size and noting down the down everything most carefully and then got up a learned discussion on each of these topics which were undoubtedly highly interesting to them but one of them more sensible than the others did not care for all these things and instead thereof began to eat the mango fruit and was he not wise so leave this counting of leaves and twigs and note taking to others this kind of uh, work has its uh, proper place but not here in the spiritual domain you never see a strong spiritual man among these leaf counters religion the highest aim the highest glory of man does not require so much labor if you want to be a bhakta it is not at all necessary for you to know whether krishna was born in mathura or in vraja Uh, what he was doing or just the exact date on which he pronounced the uh, teachings of the gita you also require to feel the craving for the beautiful lessons of duty and uh, love in the gita all the other particulars about it and its uh, author are for the enjoyment of the learned Lear- let them have what they desire say shanti shanti to their learned controversies and let us eat the mangoes the second condition necessary in the teacher sinlessness the question is often asked why should we look into the character and personality of a teacher we have only to judge of what he says and uh, take that up this is not right If a man wants to teach me something of dynamics or chemistry or any other physical science he may be anything he likes because that the what the physical sciences require is merely an intellectual equipment and but in the spiritual sciences it is impossible from first to last that there can be any spiritual light in the soul that is impure what religion can an impure man teach the sign quanan of acquiring spiritual truth for oneself or for uh, imparting it to others is the purity of heart and soul a vision of god or a glimpse of the beyond uh, never comes until the soul is pure hence with the teacher of religion we must see first that he is and then what he says first what he is he must be perfectly pure and then alone comes the value of his words because he is only then the true transmitter what can he transmit if he has not spiritual power in himself there must be the worthy vibration of spirituality in the mind for of the teacher so uh, that is so that it may be sympathetically conveyed to the mind of the taught the function of the teacher is indeed an uh, an affair of the transference of something and not one of mere stimulation of the existing intellectual or other faculties in the thought something real and uh, appreciable as an influence comes from the teacher and goes to the thought therefore the teacher must be pure the third condition is and as regard uh, in regard to the motile the teacher must not teach with any alter- ulterior selfish motive for money name or fame his work must be simply out of love out of pure love for mankind at large the only medium through which spiritual force can be 
transmitted is love any selfish motive such as the desire for gain or for name will immediately destroy his conveying this conveying median god is love and only he who has known god as love can be a teacher of godliness and god to man when you see that in your teacher these conditions are all fulfilled you are safe if they are not it is unsafe to allow yourself to be taught by him for there is the great danger that if he cannot convey goodness to your heart he may convey wickedness this danger must by all means be guarded against shrotriyo avrujino akamahato yo brahmavittamaha he who is learned in the scriptures is sinless unpolluted by lust and is the greatest knower of the brahman is the real teacher for what has been said it naturally follows that we cannot be taught to love appreciate and assimilate religion everywhere and by everybody the books in the running of brooks sermons in stones and good in everything is all very true as a poetical figure but nothing can impart to a man a single grain of truth unless he has the undeveloped germs of it in himself to whom do, uh, do the stones and brooks preach sermons to the human soul the lotus of whose inner holy shrine is already quick with life and the light which causes the beautiful opening out of this lotus comes so always from the good and wise teacher when the heart has thus been opened it becomes fit to receive teaching from the stones or the brooks the stars or the sun or the moon or from anything which has its existence in our divine universe but the unopened heart will see in them nothing but mere stones or mere brooks a blind man may go to a museum but he will not profit by it in any way his eyes must be opened first and then alone he will be able to learn what the things in the museum can teach this eye opener of the aspirant of religion is the teacher with the teacher therefore our relationship is the same as that between an ancestor and his descendant without faith humility submission of and veneration in our hearts towards our religious teacher there cannot be any growth of religion in us and it is a significant fact that there uh, where this kind of relation between the teacher and the taught prevails Uh, there alone gigantic spiritual men are going while in those uh, countries which have neglected to keep up this kind of relation the religious teacher has become a mere lecturer the teacher expecting his $5 and dollar taught expecting his brain to be filled with the teacher's words and such going uh, each going his way, way after his own way after this, this much has been done under such circumstances spirituality becomes almost an unknown quantity there is uh, none to transmit it and none have to none to have it transmitted to religion with such people becomes a business they think they can obtain it with their dollars would do god that religion could be obtained so easily but unfortunately it cannot be religion which is highest knowledge and the highest wisdom cannot be bought nor can it be acquired from books you may 
thrust your head into all the corners of the world you may explore the himalayas the alps and the caucasus you may sound the bottom of the sea or pry into uh, every nook of tibet and the desert of gobi you will not find it anywhere until your heart is ready for receiving it and your teacher has come and when that divinity and uh, when that divinely appointed teacher comes serve him with uh, childlike confidence and uh, simplicity freely open your heart to his influence and see in him god manifested those who come to seek truth with such a spirit of love and veneration to them the lord of truth reveals the most wonderful things regarding truth goodness and beauty गुरु ब्रह्मा गुरु विष्णु गुरु देवो महेश्वरः गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः नेक्स्ट चैप्टर इनकार्नेट टीचर्स एंड इनकार्नेशन व्हेनेवर हिज नेम इज स्पोकन दैट वेरी प्लेस इज होली हाउ मच मोर सो इज द मेन हु स्पीक्स हिज नेम एंड विद व्हाट वेनरेशन ऑट वी टू अप्रोच दैट मैन आउट ऑफ हुम कम्स टू अस स्पिरिचुअल ट्रुथ such great teachers of spiritual truth are indeed very few in number in this world but the world is never altogether without them they are always the fairest flowers of human life ahe tukadaya sindhu devotion of mercy without any motive acharya mam vijaniyat acharya mam vijaniyat no the guru to be me says shri krishna in the bhagavata the moment the world is absolutely bereft of this it becomes a hideous hell and hastens on to its destruction higher and nobler than all ordinary ones are another set of teachers the avataras of ishwara in the world they can transmit spirituality uh, with a touch even with a mere wish the lowest and the most degraded te- uh, characters become in one second saints at their command they are the teachers of all teachers the highest manifestations of god through man we cannot see god except through them we cannot help worshiping them and indeed they are the only ones whom we are bound to worship no man can really see god except through these human manifestations if we try to see god otherwise we make to ourselves a hideous caricature of him and believe the caricature to be no worse than the original there is a story of an ignorant man who was asked to make an image of the god shiva and who after days of hard struggle manufactured only the image of a monkey so whenever we try to think of god as he is in his absolute perfection we invariably meet with the most miserable failure because as long as we are men we cannot conceive him as anything higher than man the time will come when we shall transcend our human nature and know him as he is but as long as we are men we must worship him in man and as man talk as you may talk as you may try as you may you cannot think of god except as a man you may deliver great intellectual discourses on god and on all things under the sun 